0: This podcast is called Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Get some secrets off their chest You should listen It's the best
1: Hello Hello Thank you Thank you Hello, and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. We are broadcasting live from beautiful but emotionally challenging Los Angeles. Uh, We are here at the Nerd Melt showroom, and we are going to talk about blockbuster movies. But I figure, why just talk about something when you can make it competitive? So... I'm going to get all of these wonderful guests out here and then you, the audience, are going to be able to decide. You're going to get to vote at the end of the show to see who is the most obsessed with their favorite blockbuster movie. Uh, And I wanted to get kind of a little barometer on what people felt about blockbuster movies. So earlier today, I went to the place where we go to make all of our major life decisions and that was Facebook. And I asked on Facebook what people's favorite blockbuster movies were. And I, I got some really interesting responses There was a lot of passion, and there was a lot of defensiveness. Uh, About 800 people said Die Hard. About 300 people said Raiders of the Lost Ark. One person said The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. (laughs) I got an equal number of people saying Jurassic Park and Titanic, which really makes me want to see that mashup. And one person used this opportunity to pitch me their screenplay idea. (laughs) Multiple people said Jupiter ascending, and everyone who said Jupiter ascending also said, I know, I know, fight me. Other honorable mentions included Aliens, Back to the Future, Princess Bride, Speed, and (laughs) Crawl. The ultimate blockbuster, right there. We're going to figure out what the ultimate blockbuster is from our wonderful guests. First up, she's a comedian, a puppeteer, and loves to murder people in The Sims. It's Phoebe Bottoms. Hey. Hi. He is a comedian, a writer, the co-host of Angry Little Goats podcast. He loves to retweet people who come to L.A. for only a few days and then tweet about their big Hollywood meetings. It's Will Weldon. She's a writer, an actor, a podcaster, human, Star Trek encyclopedia, and the editor of the awesome website Geek Girl Authority. It's Audrey Kearns. Finally, he is a comedian, host of the Schmoes No Show, and a big fan of both Baby Carrots and Van Halen. It is Mark Ellis. I wanted to start off by talking a little bit just about blockbusters in general. So I want to ask all of you, we'll go down the line, to you, what is a blockbuster? What makes a movie a blockbuster? Phoebe? Phoebe?
0: I would say a blockbuster video is one (laughs) that has... I get paid by them every time I say those words consecutively. I think it's a movie where at least eight people went to go see it in a movie theater.
1: You think eight is all it takes?
0: I mean, at one time. But it stays in a theater for at least a weekend, and it's written about in a news sort of article. They're like, here, this is ranked... (laughs) <laughs> you are super
1: I, generous with the definition of a blockbuster. Know.
0: I don't know. I texted you as immediately after you asked me to do the you show. Did. I said, what do you mean by a blockbuster? And I've been trying to describe it to myself ever since. It seems like something with a lot of explosions and that makes a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Okay. So for you, ultimately, explosions and money, and at least
2: eight people saw it. At least
0: eight people saw it. <laughs> All
2: right. How about you, Will? <laughs>
0: Well, first of all, we got to
2: break the word down, you know? (laughs) Webster's Dictionary defines block as, I don't know, probably like a cubist thing or something. (laughs) Look, I think I'm taking a wild stab in the dark. I think blockbuster refers to when people would line up around the block to see a movie in the day's pre-assigned seating slash if you just go to the Vista or something. So (laughs) it's got to be a movie... With a big budget, I lost my train of thought. I started thinking about the Vista how much I like that theater. It's got to be, I, I think it's got to have a, a, a big budget and aspirations towards a like big audience. And in this day and age, I think it also has to have been largely made by committee. Okay. A blockbuster cannot be a singular vision. So you have a lot of criteria. You oh, ha- how long do you have? I can keep just randomly <laughs> choosing qualities for them to have.
1: But I like this. In olden times, people were literally physically around a block. Yeah. It can't be made as an auteur attempt at art, and it needs to have a, a, an attempt to make a lot of money.
2: Yeah, I think like the closest you can get to like an auteur Blockbuster would be something like uh, uh, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy or something. or like Peter Jackson is one of those guys. God help us George Lucas is one of those guys. <laughs> like that, that that's the closest you get where there's still a lot of interference from people who are like, but we got to sell t-shirts, my man.
0: Can <laughs> I change my answer to T-shirts? Yeah.
2: All right. Please add the, <laughs> please add the my man though. <laughs> I
1: really like that.
3: T-shirts my man is a good T-shirt, isn't yeah, it? So, is. uh, Audrey, how about you? What is a blockbuster? Um,
4: I, I have a more simplistic view. Blockbuster to me just uh, is is to me money. It's okay. box office money. It, it doesn't if it, whether it's. An artistic endeavor, an indie film, or which it usually is not when it's a blockbuster. But it's it's something that broke the box office, or if it didn't break the box office that weekend, it had momentum and ended up becoming a bigger seller, one of the biggest sellers of okay. the year. So, what so. do you
1: say to the people on my Facebook page yes. who love Jupiter Ascending and want to physically fight me because that movie did not make a lot of money, right?
4: Horrible, <laughs> right? I wouldn't call that a blockbuster. <gasps> Oh. Yeah, well, it didn't, it didn't kill the box office. That's, that's, that's Audrey's view. Okay. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: How about you, Mark? Uh, I like what everybody
3: else said. I think a blockbuster would include, going back to Will's point about busting a block, like it's the busting of the block that is the big thing. It's like like if you feel like a dad driving your kids to dinner and you can't go to a place you want to go because there's people lined up to see a movie, you say, <laughs> that block's busted. It's broken. <laughs> they should have they called it block brokers, but that's too hard to say. So they went with Blockbuster because a lot of people want to see the movie. It's a movie that creates an atmosphere that you need to see this thing. It's not oh, I want to go see this movie. I'm thinking about it. You have to go see this. It's something that people rush out and tell their friends. You need to check this movie out, and I think that it's one of those films that people say you need to see in a theater as Ooh. opposed to on home. I think seeing it on the big screen with the big sound, that's what makes a Blockbuster special, that and a lot of action.
2: So was that all the hypothetical dad in his van talking to his kids where they're in the back seat and they're like, What the fuck is dad talking about right now? We're not going to or did you segue back into Mark Ellis, the real human dad? was
3: I am always a dad. I oh, have zero okay. kids, but I'm always a
2: dad. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I do like
1: the idea of some dad in a van coming up with blockbusters, it's like, look at all those kids lined up with kids. their t-shirts. They're gonna fuck this block up.
2: Kids, let me give you the economic reasons why we can't go to Shaky's right now. So
3: Joseph, if you don't shut up, I'm going to turn this podcast right
1: around. (laughs) Understandably so. Okay, so I also wanted to ask you guys in general blockbuster questions. It used to be that summer, the season that we are entering right now as we record, was the blockbuster season, and now it's just movies come out with explosions that make a lot of money all the fucking time. How do you guys feel about that? Phoebe? I know why. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, for, for people listening to the podcast, Phoebe raised her hand <laughs> Continuing the child-adult theme that
2: we're setting for Wait, this podcast Wait,
0: I believe in civility above all else okay. And what do you mean you know why?
2: What did, what was, what did he say that required explanation? <laughs> why
0: blockbusters exist uh, okay. Wait, does Phoebe well, get points for this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, I do podcast. <laughs> uh,
2: So
1: why do blockbusters happen all the time now? What happened, Phoebe?
0: I was going to say air conditioning <laughs> as an answer for the summer. And then now we've moved into a society of men where you can become con- heated <laughs> or conditioned. It doesn't matter anymore. You, you used to be able to take refuge in a movie theater okay. in the summer. It was like finally cold in there and everyone had to <laughs> bury their food in the dirt. If you lived outside How of a How old t- do
2: you think, guys, <laughs> that blockbusters are? What, what year did they start?
0: I don't know, 1905?
2: <laughs> yeah, remember when you went to go see Iron Man and they kept the place cool by just putting huge blocks of ice in front of men with fans? Yeah.
3: We have to get the potatoes in the cellar and cool down in the theater. I like that Phoebe kind of picked up my dad baton and it's like, just just go sit somewhere cool so you don't overheat. I mean, I always like the blockbusters being a summertime thing is because that's when kids get out of school. So, like, they they usually get out of school, like, the first weekend in May, and that's when blockbusters generally start. But the current era of blockbuster is literally year-round. I mean, you had huge movies open this year. In February, you had Lego Batman movie open in February. In October, you're going to get Thor Ragnarok. So there's a lot. It's like and, – and then you get all these Christmas movies, which they probably tried to make those family-friendly films coming out around the holidays. But now family-friendly movies are big blockbusters because, like Audrey said, they all make a lot of money. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and, and to, to play on that, that, absolutely. You know, kids are out of school. Most of those blockbusters were PG. Uh, and then in the 80s, PG-13 came about. I'm showing my age. It was so <laughs> exciting when I got to go to a PG-13 movie so – so after that evolved, though, <laughs> um, that was—it's like uh, a, taking a flight. You know, taking a flight a long time ago used to be an event. People used to dress up to get on the plane. Going to the movies used to be a, an event for yeah. my family, like my dad and the four kids, and everybody getting in the car, getting the popcorn and everything. And it's just with with everything evolving, internet. Uh, social media and everything there is something every weekend for you to see that is gonna be in your grasp so everybody is ready for a movie I'm yeah. ready for a movie any day of the week. Now the okay.
2: the plane uh, blockbuster anal- movie analogy, is interesting because planes, people don't dress up anymore. One, I think part of the reason you dress up when you got on a plane is because they went down way more often. So you're like, let's <laughs> spare the undertaker a little uh, effort here. But also, they, I mean, it was you got dressed up because it was like expensive and like a thing. But as air has gone down. People uh, dress like slobs on planes. But movies have gotten more and more expensive, and yet teenagers continue to finger each other in them. So one of them has not gotten to be a fancier experience as the ticket prices Do go. Do teenagers out. not
0: finger each other on
1: planes? Uh, I, I, I
2: guess not. I feel
4: like I missed something because I was never fingered in the movie theater. Oh. What? I don't. Is no. it, is a you missed out experience. on. You missed out on a
2: UTI, is what you missed out on. Yeah. <laughs> and a good memory. In a dirty movie theater. I'm with Audrey. Well, I,
3: I was never fingered in a movie <laughs> theater either. I do
2: have a question about PG-13
3: movies, though. Okay. Like, like, was a kid ever denied entry to a PG-13? Yeah, movie? yeah I, I, I was as what, a kid. You yeah. were like 11, and they wouldn't let you well, in. Well,
2: I'm Canadian, so it was. I think uh, b- b- it was something 14. It was 14 instead of 13. Because the country makes no sense often, and uh, we're like America does it. We got to switch it up. You can't drink till 19 in this country, but uh, it I, we would get denied, and we were told we got denied because people had come, like someone had come, uh, been going around like cracking down on theaters because there's too much fingering going on for letting, I guess, for letting for uh, under 14 into PG 14 movies. But also, when you're 14, what do you? How can you prove? You're 14. Like, yeah. what are you gonna have? <laughs> like, there's not like I get a note from my parents. I don't know what we're supposed to have.
3: That's the worst crime. Look, I've got hair on my balls. Them. Let me inside. We got They had a meeting with the Mounties. We got to stop these kids from fingering each other in movies. Yeah. And we got to crack that. We got to make the age 14. What you do is
1: you come to the movie theater with a mitten on, taped to your hand, so no
2: fingering can yeah. actually happen. <laughs> No, but what if you're there with a the girl with a big pussy, is what I was going to say. Cool. Uh, hey. Cool. Because you will get cool, the cool. whole in there. Cool. And as I started, I was like, well, I got to finish, but I wish I didn't.
1: Well, the the answer I was looking for on that. Uh The answer I was looking for on that question is how you feel about blockbuster season being long. I mean,
2: especially if the mitten is knit, it's going to (laughs) get fucking gross, too, is the other issue. You want, like, a good nylon
3: mitten? (laughs) Are you taking basic instinct
1: for your blockbusters?
3: Yeah, yeah. All right, I got
1: one more general blockbuster question, then we'll get into your specific blockbusters. I want to know for each of you, if there was a big action blockbuster based on your life, what would that movie be like? Phoebe, what would the movie of your life, it was a big action blockbuster full of explosions and an attempt to make
0: money. There'd be a talking pig, for sure. Uh, he'd wear a hat, and he would be... He would, like, show up, like, when I was born and help me, help raise me. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: we'd probably, like, go back in time and maybe stop Hitler. And then... <laughs> and <laughs> then, uh, that I mean, I'm just trying to fit explosions in there somehow. Yeah. And then... Uh, There'd be there'd just be a lot of like bagels, I think there'd be a lot of buffets, and uh, they would eventually like of oh, the movie like
2: J.R. Tolkien all <laughs> it it would just, Lots of a sudden. It's a food description. It would just
0: be shots of me at the craft table shooting the movie, eating the free food that they have, and they're like, send it to print. Okay, that's a good movie.
1: This sounds like it would reach a wide audience for sure. <laughs> yeah, me uh, and you. Uh, how about you, Will?
2: I don't know what mine would be about, but it would make no money. No one would go to see it, and halfway through it would realize how bad it was, and then it would just stop. <laughs> it's a metaphor for my eventual suicide is what that was supposed to be. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay, good. I got it. <laughs> okay, good. It's very funny. It's a good suicide
1: joke. Uh, Audrey, how about you?
4: Um, so it's it's about me, like my life is. That, yeah, like, yeah If you're I trying
6: would,
1: to make a blockbuster out of your life, what would it be like? It would
4: be in space, and it would be on a Wait, spaceship. What? And there would be laser guns, but there would also be a lot of sword fighting and martial (laughs) arts on the spaceship, you know, because, you know, bullets, you shouldn't fire guns on on a ship, so everyone on the ship has to sword fight. But when you're on the planet, you get to use your laser guns and everything. Nice. And then it's uh, uh, all the people on the ship would find their purpose and confidence by the end. (laughs) Oh!
1: That is so far the most uplifting. I mean, Hitler did die.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, give me some credit. I saved six million Jews. (laughs) With a... Talking pig in a hat.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's real PewDiePie moment here as yeah, we man. discover Joseph's rampant <laughs> anti-Semitism.
0: I knew it was there.
2: Wow, the tragedy of killing Hitler before he could do the Holocaust. Yep. That's exactly what I said. That's yeah, clearly what I implied.
3: Yeah. Audrey found herself. <laughs> ah, that's tough. I All think
4: right. I'm important.
1: Mark, how about you?
3: Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, it's going to be a medley of two films that I think we all know and love because I started out life, I was a fat kid who loved going exploring in the woods and as an adult, I'm a comedian so I'm going to combine the movies The Goonies and Mr. (laughs) Saturday Night because I started out life as a chubby kid who wanted to find pirate treasure and I'm going to end it as an old man performing in a bowling alley for a (laughs) living So... I'll do the truffle shuffle after the show.
1: (laughs) A thing of beauty. A thing of beauty. Okay, so we are actually uh, going to get into your specific movies that you guys picked as your favorite blockbusters to see who is the most obsessed with their favorite blockbuster. Uh, We're going to go down the line. Phoebe, I'm going to reveal what you picked, and then I'd like you to tell us why you picked this film, what is special about it to you. So you picked Batman Begins.
0: I picked Batman Begins. I picked Batman Begins as... A fifteen-year-old girl in two thousand six, specifically, I saw it eleven times in the theater. I <laughs> was so in love with Christian Bale that I probably developed an ulcer that looked like his chin. <laughs> and I, I pick it's my favorite blockbuster. I here's the thing: it's not my favorite; it's the one that I have been most obsessed with in my life. Okay. I was young and horny and there he was and he's like watching he's like watching a sandwich act. It's just like you just want to look at him in his bread. <laughs> he's so delicious. Look at him in his bread. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's just like no, I know I want to unpack this as uh, a right. sexual metaphor.
1: So you saw Christian Bale, understandably yeah. in puberty, uh, playing plain Batman, and you thought, oh I want to devour him like a sandwich.
0: Yeah, I love sandwiches.
1: But you loved the <laughs> bread part the most? I don't
0: know. I was just <laughs> Yeah I was thinking of like the casing he was in. I I got flustered. What? Are you
2: a serial killer? <laughs> I was thinking about the casing he was in.
0: Yeah, the stuff that surround that makes Christian Bale great It's all the mayonnaise. stuff on don't the outside mayonnaise. and the mayonnaise. I look here. Okay, <laughs> I love him so much. His pecs. Have like a thing. It's like there has to be an anecdote for what happens to me when I see his breasts all (laughs) (laughs) chiselled on there. But it's also it has an it has such a good cast that you forget the people who are in it until they show up on screen. You're like, oh my god, fucking Gary Oldman. And you're so excited about Gary Oldman, you forget Morgan Freeman's in it. Yeah. And then you forget that the guy, Carmine Falcone, uh, whatever his name is, is in it. You're like, oh, I love that Tom guy. Wilkinson. Yes, you love that character. Right. He's wonderful. You know he has got good Will. bread?
3: That Wilkins. Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh great. my god. he's so I fuck that bread. He's yeah. like
0: a brioche with like <laughs> animate He's got, like, sentient eyes, and he looks at you, and... Sentient
2: eyes? Okay, <laughs> so... Morgan so,
1: Freeman's like a marble rye.
0: Yeah,
2: well... Okay,
1: so you wanted to make okay, love sorry. to the sandwich that is Batman Begins, but uh, why, why did this movie out of all other Christian Bale movies hit you and stick with you?
0: It was the first one I had seen. Okay. I, I think it was also playing, like, next... My high school boyfriend lived down the road from the suburb the Plymouth Man Cinema Twelve. Oh yes. And so it was Give it up for the <laughs> Plymouth Please. Man
2: Cinema Twelve.
0: Thank you, Jesus. everybody. God. They're keeping it. Thanks, Will. <laughs> so uh we could just go all the time. I could give unpredictably Unpredictable quality hand jobs in the theater while I thought about Christian Bale, and then it was just—it was like a thing to do. And I, this whole I,
3: block is busted. No daughter <laughs> of mine is going to the Plymouth Twelve.
0: It just was like an all-consuming experience that got a little out of hand, and I won't. I'll—we'll wait to talk about how it sort of ruined my life for a summer. Okay, cool. Throughout the rest of the night, we've got a lot of time. Yeah, we'll
1: spread that out. All right. I feel uh, like I said enough. Uh, how about you, Will? Your movie is Mad Max Fury Road. Why?
2: Now, unfortunately, my reasons are not as horny as Phoebe's. Uh, I now lament that to a great degree. Look, it's, you know, it's uh, so rare a, a movie I'm excited for is not a great metaphor for so much in my life and just lets me down as much as humanly possible. Like, I was so excited for that movie. It exceeded my expectations, and also, there's like a lot of weird. Like normally, eh, if I want to like have like a a, a sort of horrible, heart rending movie experience, I gotta go see like Manchester by the Sea to see someone being consumed by their grief that they're not dealing with for like these sort of dumb, masculine reasons. Yeah. But here, I was like, look. I have maybe the longest car chase in film history (laughs) and also a moment where a man finally overcomes his trauma enough to see life as more than just an animalistic need to survive at all costs. And also, I like practical effects. (laughs) Those are the two. It resonated with me, a man who feels as if he's dying from the grief that he cannot properly express and also <laughs> the truck explodes as he flies into view and looks behind him and it's just it's so far that shit is so funny to me when so, it, like i remember laughing in the theater so hard during that movie like did like one of the grips turn to the other grip and is like man this director hates cars huh <laughs> like what were the conversations on set like <laughs> That's like, I always think Takeshi Miyake's editor is always like, are you all right, man? Like, every time they're working on a movie, just, like, pauses it, and he's like, if you ever need to, like, talk to somebody, I'm around. I'm just in the middle of editing uh, Ichi the Killer here and just wondered if maybe you needed a buddy. So, so
1: bottom line, this movie for you, Mad Max Fury Road, yep. is therapy plus Cars Crash. Not
2: therapy. It is wallowing in my own misery and car crashes.
0: And there's a character called the Doof Warrior. Yeah, all the names. <laughs> the
2: homungulus and... Uh, or no, hum- excuse me. homungulus is uh, a road warrior to toast the knowing and, like, oh, I, before it came out, I looked at the IMDb page. Okay, so and I it's like, if I don't get a non-sexual boner during this movie, <laughs> I'll be blown away by
1: that. Uh, excellent segue to Audrey. Uh, it's, not, it's not. I just said that. Audrey, the film that you picked is yes. uh, Lord of the Rings, colon, Return of the King.
4: Yes, it is Return of the King. And, um, look, this... <laughs> look this movie is it's got everything it's 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 got you can cheer you can laugh you can cry there's an existential threat it's based on mythology there's a hero's journey not just for one person one person in particular but for everybody it's it's there's monsters you have spiders orcs trolls there's an army of ghosts you have olifants you have a whole
5: act that is an
4: entire battle scene that goes from one, you know, person that's winning to the other side that's winning back and forth, back and forth, two amazing battle cry speeches. And then you have many characters in the movie that end up finding their purpose and confidence.
1: Oh, just like your movie.
4: Just like my movie.
1: Okay. So that is that the part? We heard from both Phoebe and Will how yeah. it resonated with them uh, personally is bread and not therapy. Uh, for you, <laughs> Lord of the Rings resonated because it was it had all of these cool things that you love, but it yeah. also ultimately well, it reflected a life journey it, it, it that actually, you want.
4: Actually, it, it's, it's a beautiful reflection of life. You know, for me, you know, there's these insurmountable obstacles that you face every day that are just really turned up in the movie, of course, life and death you know, evil and light. There is the constant temptation of uh, evil and power that is around every day. What do I do to get that power? Is it worth it? It's relying on friends. You can't go at it alone. It's okay to rely on your friends. Um, yeah, so it is a great reflection in life, and, and especially you know, there's different people that um, uh, resonated with me. Like Eowyn's a perfect person that that did find her purpose and her confidence, and she had every single obstacle thrown at her, basically because she was a woman. But she didn't care, and she ended up killing the witch king for God's sake. Yeah, you know. So spoiler. Uh, spoiler, if you, if, <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet. So yeah, I do think it's a good reflection on, on, on life for sure.
1: Cool. Uh, uh, that's a great answer. Uh, Mark, the movie that you are going to spoil for us is Jaws.
2: Don't you dare. (laughs) Now, why did you pick Jaws? the
3: shark does well.
1: The shark does really well.
3: I mean, he may not win the day, but he gets a lot of people along the way. He gets his punches in.
2: And it's funny that that movie can, at worst, be called a draw for the shark.
3: I mean, I think the shark ends up winning.
2: (laughs) As long as Richard
0: Dreyfuss loses, it's
3: fine. There's two sharks that die in the movie, though. So, so, so it's two. Oh. The, the, the humans get two <laughs> sharks, but there's, one, two, three, five, there, There's like, there's like five people that die in Jaws, just based off that shark alone. And that's we don't know how many people he killed off camera. Yeah, you know. And also,
2: I, if I can help the sure. competition here for a second, Jaws, the rare movie with the courage to murder a child. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Jaws and Cliffhanger deserve a lot of credit for killing children. And in the Looper.
0: Movie. And Looper. Looper kills Looper a, kid. a kid. Yeah,
2: dude. Loved Any movie it. with the balls to kill a yeah. kid has something going for it.
0: I applauded when Bruce Willis killed that kid. I was like, <laughs> now you're serious. And it was
2: great when he did it in Looper, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just when he drove drunk and killed that kid. I made that up if he's All listening. Right. The child murder and your love for it
1: is duly noted, and we will take it into account. Mark, what are your other thoughts on Jaws besides a child? I
3: mean, Will really made the bulk of my points that I had (laughs) prepared.
1: Um, But I think Jaws
3: is the perfect summer movie because Jaws is literally, it's the father of the summer blockbuster. It's the the Robert Kardashian, if you will, because without (laughs) Jaws being released in the summer and scaring people literally off the beaches into a movie theater, you don't have all these other great blockbuster films we're talking about, whether it's Star Wars or it's Indiana Jones, or it's Mad Max, or Your Lord of the Rings, or the one Phoebe said. Uh, Batman Begins, which is my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite comic book movie of all time. But I think Jaws is the best blockbuster because it combines a cool, great big story you want to see in a theater. You have a scary-looking monster shark, you have great characters, but also the way that Steven Spielberg tells that story is so magical that I can watch that movie. On Saturday after Saturday after Saturday <laughs> on TNT, spread out with commercials for four hours and never once get bored, always find something new in it. And when I was a kid, I never liked swimming in the deep end if I was the only one in the pool because I, as soon as I get in any body of water, I hear those two violin chords.
1: Really? really?
3: Even na-na. just the deep end of a pool. I will hear it in the bathtub. Joseph,
0: there's, <laughs> there's two
3: types of people in the this deep, world. The deep Wait a second. The
0: giant bathtub. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's, no, it's not. I don't have the Francis Buxton bathtub from Dewey's <laughs> Big Adventure. But I think that people got scared into bathtubs from Psycho, right? Because they didn't want to shower anymore, so they started getting baths. Then they saw Jaws, <laughs> That's and, a and they're laying in that body of water. <laughs> this is freaking me out a little bit. Because the way you're laying in a bathtub is very similar to the way Robert Shaw was in Jaws when... I mean, no spoilers yeah. here, but the shark fucking eats it.
2: <laughs> you you saying that you watch Jaws Saturday after Saturday after Saturday makes it sound like you were cursed by a witch. It's <laughs> like you were in a pool and you knocked a witch off of her floaty thing, and she was like, "I curse you to watch." A water-oriented movie with every Saturday. With
3: commercials. Yeah, that's a witch like casting her powers, but she has to think quickly. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah she's driving home, day. and
2: she's like, I should have given him the thinner curse. What an idiot I was. I choked in the moment.
3: Her friends are on the cauldron. Why did you give him a tail? I choked. I don't know why. Jaws <laughs> is a good movie. Uh, so,
1: Mark, it affected you in that it made you basically afraid of almost all water. Made uh, me
3: afraid of a lot of liquids, Joseph.
2: <laughs> uh, you should see this guy piss. Oh, the screaming. Okay, that did not deserve to bomb that bad. <laughs> Up there with mitten fingering, for God's sake. Uh, mitten that was, was, that was uh, I think a think, The witch cursed you on that one.
1: Uh, but, M- Mark, I want to know if it affected you in any sort of positive way where you're going through your day and like hey I did that well because the lessons I learned from Jaws oh
3: absolutely when I ever complete a successful swim in the ocean without dying (laughs) I'm like man I really outsmarted a couple sharks today and it felt good
1: (laughs) nice Uh, All right, I have some specific questions for you based on your uh, movies of choice Phoebe, if you were a ninja, like Batman is a ninja, would you still feel the need to dress up as a bat? Or would you just say, hey, I'm a ninja, that's good enough?
0: Oh, of course I would still dress up as a bat. What are you, an idiot? No, I would I would go through the League of Shadows like, 101 class, and then <laughs> and then I would, I'd, they'll, they'd be like, oh, you have to kill this farmer. And I'd say, no, thank you. And then I would still go home and be like, well, what do I dress up as. Right. I understand what you're saying by I could just wear like, I don't know, like a pair of black slack. My catering outfit, essentially. (laughs) You could be a
1: stage manager who's a ninja. yeah. Yeah, I
0: could. Or I could wear a fun hat and have Morgan Freeman give me like a pelt of fabric that, you can use your fingers to make it look like any skeleton that a hero I, mean, I just w- I just watched it. I forgot his line. <laughs> any shape of a of a skeleton, and they laugh, and there's a spelunking joke.
5: I think it's a situation like...
3: They have where a good like,
0: time. They have a like, good time. Alfred
3: is... Alfred really wants him to dress up like a bat. He's like, nah, no, that's going to be scary. So Batman, when he leaves the bat cave, has to put it on to make Alfred happy. <laughs> as soon as he
5: gets
0: out <laughs> of
1: view, he just takes it off like, that. The
0: fucking guy raised me. I guess I got to put the hat on. It's
1: fucking senile. Fine. I need ears. I need a cape. All right, so you want to be all the way Batman. Phoebe, yeah. if you were Batman... I want to be
0: all the way Batman. <laughs>
1: You want to be the bread and the yes. meat. Okay, um, go on. I'm sorry. If you were Batman, what? <laughs> how would you use that awesome power? You're a ninja. You can sneak up on anyone. You're rich. How would you use your powers?
0: Oh, boy. Well, he at one point, he buys a hotel <laughs> just because some women are s- swimming in the fountain I would, I would buy a lot of hotels as Batman. <laughs> I would definitely do that thing that he does where he drinks that green sludge and then falls like face first down and starts doing push-ups. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't remember that part <laughs> of the film.
2: Yeah, when he's... Uh, yeah, Alfred wakes him up and... It's uh, like 3 p.m. Yeah, and yeah. he's all beaten up from being Batman. He slept in late because he's Batman. <laughs> yeah. And and what is he the drinks lunch? like? A green it's drink. It's like a
0: smoothie Alfred yeah. made him. It's probably like spirulina and like I don't know, like some cough syrup.
1: Okay, so you, if you were Batman, you would do smoothies ho- and push-ups.
0: Yeah, and buy a hotel. And buy oh, a hotel. Oh fuck though, the Tumblr. I would spend all of my time in the Tumblr. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's His the, tank that's car.
1: The tank car, which but is unfortunately named before the social media site. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> But also,
2: most thing. people know it as the Batmobile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a weird, you know, the Tumbler,
0: the Tum. Most famously known as the Tumbler. Okay, the <laughs> t- the infamous Tumbler. Quickly, Robin. The bat than than to the, okay, fine. the Bat Tank. It's a Bat Tank. <laughs> But it would end up just looking like how my Priuses look now, where like if you turn it too fast, you hear all the garbage slide to the (laughs) other side of it. So it would be like, yeah, I can crush buildings, but also there's a weird smell from salad dressing I didn't clean up right.
1: Okay, so the main difference from your real life would be buying a hotel, because everything else you can accomplish.
0: Oh, I own several hotels, (laughs) but I'd buy different ones.
1: (laughs) I'm learning so much about my friends. Uh, Will, your specific question. Is there Please, anything that go you ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, thank Please. you. Thank you. Is there... Lay it on me, Joseph. Is there anything that you do in life that makes you want to shout, witness me before you do it?
2: Literally, if no. Uh, <laughs> I would prefer it if no one. My anxiety has gotten to the point where uh, I look at the unknown comics career and I'm like, yeah, stand up in a paper bag. That's the ticket. Like, that seems... If there is some way to make a living without anyone ever having heard of me for the rest of my life, that would be incredible. Because here's how... I've Listen, here's the thing about fans. Just another person to let down. That's how I look at it. It's absolutely terrifying to me. Uh, also, I'd be like... Uh, I'd be like... the The only moment in that movie I relate to... Is when uh, is when Morton Joe he's like oh I'll pick her, when uh, the what's his face Beast from X Men is like I'll <laughs> pick her in the spine and leave her breathing for you and he's like no kill her return my treasures to me referring to women as treasures seems a little misogynist by the way uh, and
0: uh, I like it he
2: uh, and then he gets the gun he jumps onto the truck and then immediately like falls down and fucks it all up. In that moment, I was like, finally, a character to relate to in this (laughs) movie. Finally, a moment I can appreciate where I'm like, I got this. And I'm like, my pants fell down. (laughs) All right, I I am going to make a request of you in
1: real life and see if you would be willing to do this. For sure no, whatever it is. I I, I know that. I don't do favors, shithead.
5: (laughs) This is a favor for yourself, which I know you also won't do
1: the next time you're going to go do stand up uh-huh. would you just try to see if it affects your performance in your mood quietly right before you're announced and brought onto stage would you quietly say to yourself witness
2: me uh, that might uh, that might take away from the time I spend going, I need to quit doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking garbage. Someone give so me So that's where
1: you would scream witness me is when you finally actually quit stand-up. I would do it like, like.
2: sarcastically. <laughs> like I'd bomb, like I'd bomb like a showcase for HBO and do my last joke and it'd be dead silent so I'd be like, witness me, and then just gently lay the mic down on the floor. <laughs> There's going to be three fans in the back that hear this yeah. podcast, though. So they're going to
0: think, he did it! He did it! <laughs> and they're all at that HBO showcase. <laughs> we were there when it
1: happened. All right, Audrey, your question is, in the movie, uh, your, your favorite movie there, Return of the King, Gollum, of course, these are spoilers, Gollum bites Frodo's finger off to get the ring. Is there anything you would be <laughs> willing to bite someone's finger off for?
4: Oh, that's a good question. Thank I, you. You know, because I gotta think of my my tooth health on, on, <laughs> on, on, uh, on uh that one. I would bite somebody's finger if it was made of Chocolate and sponge cake? (laughs) Okay, I feel like everyone
1: would do that. Wow, you're really going out on a
2: limb here.
4: I think, you know, if you're put in a situation where the whole world's going to end, I will bite your fucking finger off. I will bite your nose off. I will bite your ear off. I will bite your dick off. I would do that to save the
0: world.
1: Chocolate cake dick or just normal
0: dick? I would do normal dick if it was going to save the world. (laughs) Do you guys remember the part in the remake of Blad Lieutenant where Werner Herzog makes that guy eat his own fingers?
3: No. Mm -hmm. What? That's are they weird. made out of chocolate sponge cake? Or? Yeah. Is that
0: bad, Lieutenant,
2: or are you thinking Gordon? of um, uh, Jack Reacher?
0: What? No. We,
2: Jack Reacher, yeah, he makes the... Listen, this is not our Oh, time. my God. This is not the Reach Around I'm thinking podcast, of Jack my Reacher. Jack Reacher podcast. I'm thinking of Jack Reacher. I apologize <laughs> for derailing things. All right.
0: Now I was thinking of Jack Reacher. Boy, right, well, so if I had a nickel for every time I was thinking about Jack Reacher instead I of that. I have a nickel
2: every of. time I came. Uh, <laughs> okay, another one.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll indulge us for just a moment, Phoebe. No. What kind of bread is Jack Reacher?
0: Jack Reacher is like like you know when you like go to a drive-through and you don't want to, <laughs> but you so you don't eat all of it, and you crample it up in the bag and you throw it in the back seat, and then like a year later you find it. It's that. It's like okay. the, like fast food, like aged fast food bread in an old bag in your car.
1: All right. He is rotting fake bread.
0: Yeah, Jack Reacher isn't doing well for okay. himself.
2: Screw that guy. All well, right. I have a, I have a, a question that relates to uh, Return of the King. Okay. I, just for clarification. Is it uh, standard Return of the King or extended edition Return of the King?
4: Oh, I can watch them both. Uh, like last Saturday, uh, my husband and I – I'm gonna uh, need you to spent take a stand, and I'm three, gonna three and to- a half hours <laughs> in bed watching the extended version.
2: Do, which one do you prefer, though? This like, wait, if you had to put one of the two up right now, and the other one <laughs> ceases to exist because I love stakes, <laughs> which one would it be?
4: It would. I would keep the extended version. I would watch that shit.
2: Yeah, because you just
1: want it to go time. on longer, right? But yeah, I am in, in
4: I am in that world. I am in that fantasy. I am wrapped up in that story every time I see it.
1: Okay, so yeah. you your base answer, we learned a lot about bread, but your main answer is that you would only bite a finger off to save the
4: world.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: if I was on the fields of Pelennor, right, and right. those Haradrim start coming in with their oliphants... Right? And there was a man with a finger and I could bite that guy's finger off to make those olifants all tumble over and die because the ghost army is late and they're not gonna show
0: up. <laughs> I would bite the guy's finger off. That's strong character. I would I would give a juggalo a blowjob for a bagel that looks like, <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing that you would only bite a finger off to save other people.
2: All right. Every uh, time I the I hear Oliphant I think of Timothy Olliphorst. <laughs> yes. And I always imagine like Orlando Bloom shooting him with arrows no. until he collapses and a bunch of men fall off of him. I
4: like it if it was in his, his, his Deadwood costume. Yes, And Bull- there's like Bullock. 20 giant Timothy Oliphants yeah. with
0: tusks yeah. and people riding oh on top God. of him. And but then Gimli's like, that only
2: counts as <laughs> <Just> one. <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> because I
2: wasn't such a fan of the girl next Welcome door.
0: Welcome <laughs> to Mordor can be combative. <laughs> it's deadwood.
2: All right, uh, Mark, do you
1: think the citizens of Amity Island should have tried something friendlier before just hunting and murdering the shark?
3: (laughs) Uh, No. I I think that they tried something friendlier. The mayor opened the beaches because they will be open 4th of July weekend, and look what happened. We had multiple deaths. We had a naked girl die, and we didn't do anything about it because maybe it was a boating accident. And then Dreyfus told us, he's like, this was not a boating accident. And then we kept the beaches open. Then Alex Keaton died. And we all saw how that went. (laughs) And then we actually started hunting sharks right there. So after Keaton died, I'm not hunting sharks just yet. Okay, but you got to remember, this movie did not come out in modern day. So we don't have all the technology we have now. We don't have all the shark hunting GPS. Now you <laughs> Apple hasn't gotten into shark eyeball. hunting technology <laughs> yet. Right. I mean, I could I could kill it. I could find it on Waze and murder it with you know. But in '75, you really only had two options. So I think it was like, hey, let's go. What? Well, here's what they could have done better. Okay, they could have not had 900 people all go out and look for the shark. Right, they could have had just. They they should have hired Quint initially when he took his fingers and scratched it on the chalkboard in the back of that meeting and said, "I'll catch this bird." They first should have been like, hey, "You know, it's a shark." Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, like, like just for, like it's ten thousand of our money, so let's make sure you know it's not flying. But a flying shark could be a cool movie. Yeah, and Sharknado. So. I think that they made a mistake initially by having so many people go out in the water and kill all the other sharks, because the other sharks did nothing wrong. That tiger shark did nothing wrong. The worst thing that tiger shark did is it ate a license plate. That's the worst yeah. crime it could commit. Well,
2: this is what I That I'm is out. destruction of government property. To be fair. Did you guys
0: know that that mayor was not reelected? <laughs> I did not
3: know that. Yeah. yeah, Larry did not get reelected. But no, this they're is, like, you did a you did botched. Did he blow a juggalo? Is that what
0: happened? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't think Larry lives on Amity anymore. I, okay. I think it's kind of awkward because it's such a small town. Like, like he would see Alex Keaton's mom.
2: <laughs> Every day at Starbucks.
3: Like, hey, how's your dead son? Ooh, sorry. sorry I like that, that he.
2: How, how's your dead son? Ooh, I forgot <laughs> uh, not to include the dead part of that question. Ooh, I forgot to. Maybe shouldn't have uh, asked it at all. Uh, or, uh. That, all right, that was this in is 3. <laughs> a
1: perfect segue. That that wonderful performance uh, by Will, uh, where he's playing a character. Because we're gonna do just a little bit of role playing.
0: Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> Can I, uh,
1: is Audrey going to eat a finger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. We'll see how the role-playing goes. <laughs> Is there
2: going to be any point in the show where we're, we're allowed to like mercilessly attack the f- films of our opponents?
1: Uh, well, we can make time for that if, if we have time. Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: We'll, we'll try to make time for that. Uh, okay. so,
1: but first, we're going to do some role-playing. All right. So I'm ma- imagining that Blockbuster Video still exists. Thank I, God. a customer, come into this store. We're going to do this uh, twice. First, it will be Phoebe and Will. You are employees of Blockbuster Video I am looking for a movie to rent on Saturday night, and you're gonna try to sell me your movie. Are you guys ready for the scene? Are we scene?
0: each selling you our own movie?
1: Yes.
5: <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> the, not one
0: combined. I got it. Yeah. No, I got it.
1: <laughs> so I walk into the, the blockbuster video and I say, "Hello, I am a customer. What movie uh, I see uh, there, uh, Joseph?
3: Two- I don't believe you right now. Yeah. Okay, let me really not, really, not, not. You're buying. You it feels like you're."
2: It feels like we can see you acting. You need to just be the customer. It's true. I did do kind of a meta thing. So here here I am (laughs) am being the customer.
1: Hi,
0: (laughs) how can I help you, sir? Thank you so much for stopping at Blockbuster Videos, America's premier blockbuster home video rental establishment.
2: Sir? Uh, uh, sir, you sound <laughs> ill. Might I recommend a hospital? Uh, no, I'm just a regular human sounding
1: realistic.
3: Sir, the current uh, section is in the back. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I didn't have it. Look, I just want a movie. Happen. It's Saturday night.
1: I want a movie. Uh, you two. Uh, you're both standing around doing nothing. <laughs> you do nothing. I mean, I. What, uh, what movie right. should I rent?
0: Here's the thing, sir. I respect your time as a customer, and as a citizen. <laughs> and I would like to point you towards the film Batman Begins. Oh, and I, I here's like that. why. Stop mumbling over me. Okay. I would love to watch your face express joy as a magnificent cast unfurls before your eyes in what is one of the most watchable origin stories of our time. Now... It, are I you ash- just
1: reading the back of the video box? <laughs> I am.
0: Now, like, everyone will <laughs> this, sir... Are y- is your spouse deceased or living?
1: Uh, she's dead.
0: Yeah, I could tell you permeate uh, widowhood. Anyway, uh,
1: You don't get this voice with an alive wife.
0: <laughs> no, sir, you don't. I've been there, believe me. Now,
5: <laughs>
0: I desperately want you to go home and watch this and see for yourself what grief can really uh, can really help you deal through. Maybe you'll come out of it with a fun new cape or a good glove. We're fancy cars.
1: Sound
2: pretty good. You got anything?
0: Sir, so my wretched
2: co worker <laughs> claims that she respects your time. But I say I respect your time more. And that's why I'm going to recommend a shorter movie <laughs> than she has. I'm going to recommend Mad Max Fury Road, a movie that comes in at a surprisingly breezy two hours.
0: Now, May I add that it's Derek? one of
2: the greatest origin stories Batman begins. I contend you don't want an origin story. I Everybody wants
0: an origin story, Derek. Those Everyone are the details of a
2: character you don't need. Mad Max: Fury Road gives you the origin I, in about twenty seconds of voiceover at the start of the here's film. Here's the thing: origin his, over, family's how dead. How I did his family North died. How did his family die? Here's I another thing, sir. Would you rather I don't a think film? It's would to you rather movie. a film that critiqued? Misogyny and toxic masculinity, or would you rather a film that starred a misogynist? That's right, uh, Batman Begins stars a man who was arrested for, I misogyny? believe, domestic abuse towards his mother and sister. No, that it the type was of because they like had taken support?
0: advantage of him his entire life, as women will do.
5: <laughs>
1: now listen, I'm this, excuse me, i to I'm, uh, no, I'm,
2: sir, this. I'm gonna need you to listen to my insane dangerous co-worker. Sir, no, call not. the police. Sir She's holding Derek me. Derek doesn't, doesn't works work here. here, sir. He, I she think Boxmaster Video here.
0: is a great place to work and they won't hire me back. So I Nancy. have
1: to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir, uh, we have a Hollywood video just down the street, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, so I'm what gonna, about we're, Mr. We're going to do the other scene here with uh, with no, Aubrey and Mark.
2: A two-hour car chase, sir! <laughs> I know I followed you home and that that's inappropriate, but I'm saying to you, it's a car chase... One way and then it's a car chase. You could just back watch the way. Blues
0: Brothers, Derek. You could just watch the Blues
2: Brothers. Yeah, if you want to watch a movie about co-opting black culture, you could watch the Blues Brothers. What is
0: wrong with you? I'm not fun, you know
2: that.
1: And now we have pitched both the original sitcom and the spin-off where we stay at Blockbuster. <laughs> We shall move on to the Hollywood video with the same
2: gravelly voice. I can also say why you shouldn't rent their movies either. Too many endings led to real-life shark killings.
4: I can explain each one of those endings for you, and every single one of those endings is a better ending than anything that you'll find in Zack Snyder's DC Cinematic Universe.
2: Oh, what a bar to meet.
1: Oh. (laughs) Wow. All right, so I walk into the Hollywood video. <laughs> the angry man from Blockbuster yeah. Get Talks your hands off me, pigs! <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we're,
4: we're glad you came over here. Did you just meet the angry man that works at the Blockbuster down the street?
1: Yeah. I'm here to, I'm here
0: yeah. to pick up my yeah. coworker. <laughs> I got a call, he's been making a scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, eat has ass. Uh, so, uh, Hollywood video people, uh, what movie should I rent? It's Saturday night. I just want to be entertained.
3: First off, Audrey and I are here to help.
5: Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: We have been working together for a couple years and we have so many differing views and we're both going to take some time to tell you our own views. Oh, that's very
3: organized. Thank you. On yeah. two movies that we believe are going to enhance your Saturday night, we are so sorry about your dead wife. <laughs> oh, <yes>. By the <laughs> way,
5: yes. yes. Word gets around
1: fast in video stores. But really, for God's sake, all I want is a movie on Saturday night. What well, movie should I watch?
4: I'm going to recommend this movie that we just got on video. It. Is the first movie to ever make a billion dollars in, internationally, Ooh. and it won 11 Oscars, okay? Ooh. Now, Saturday night, you're by yourself. You lost your wife. I'm really sorry. Well, you and don't need to keep dwelling on that. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I'm bringing it up again, sir, because this is a movie, uh, Return of the King. It's Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, okay, that will help you deal with loss and grief. And plus there's a lot of fun to it. There's a big red eyeball in it that's very mean. And then you have these cute little hobbits that are trying to save the world and they're able to cooperate with some taller man like creatures and then there's wizards
5: and then there's
4: elves and then there's dwarves and then there's how th- long is this
5: movie look
4: you know i know that my co-worker is going to bring up the length and i understand that but i want you to know you're going home you're not doing anything tonight spend these three no, no spend these three hours with Fellowship.
1: I thought this was Return of the King. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's a happy ending. There is a king that gets crowned in it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I get the whole movie explained. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry for
2: interrupting you, oh, but I'm another customer here in the Hollywood video, and I'd just like to point out that Titanic made a billion dollars worldwide before Return of the King did. Sorry for interrupting. I'm just a very pedantic video store customer. Well, thank you here. for uh, taking out your I phone like and to, fact-checking uh, me. That was I'm really uh, awesome. I'm, uh, <laughs> that's, a very, that's fun. I'm very <laughs> (laughs) Sorry about your dead wife, sir. Uh, I hadn't heard, but you just have an aura about you. I'll go back uh... to the pornographic video section now. It's the
4: second movie that made uh, the most money worldwide, and it's the 14th top-grossing film internationally, currently as of January 2000. Uh, 17. Go ahead and look that up. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to explain your movie?
1: Yeah. yeah. very much welcome, Audrey. Uh, uh, if you could start with International Box Office. Because
4: <laughs>
5: that's obviously the seller. most fucking
1: important thing about how a movie makes you feel. I don't know International, but I do know the domestic
3: off the top of my head was a whopping $470 million that's during what? its initial run. And this is way back in 1975 when Ooh. things were still pure in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sir... If your wife didn't die snorkeling, you're going to love Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) She did, actually. It's a tragedy, but anyway. Well, well, as long as she wasn't eaten by a huge great white shark. Nope. We win. Let's watch Jaws. (laughs) Well, you
5: know, the
4: thing is, is that's... (laughs) That's going to be a little too realistic and graphic the violence for you, especially if your wife died snorkeling, whereas Return of the King, you're going into a mythical land. There's really no elves and dwarves in the world. There really is no big fiery red eyeball. So escape with Return of the King.
3: Audrey makes a great point, but he's looking for a movie to watch on Saturday night, not one that continues into Monday morning. So
4: <laughs> That's a good point.
3: With Jaws, I think the reason why you're going to want to watch Jaws is because it has everything you want in a film. It's fun. It's exciting. Exciting. There's a couple good jokes in there from Richard Dryvis's character. There's a really weird-looking guy who's a great shark hunter. Do we trust this guy? Played by Robert Shaw, and it's all anchored. That is a pun that I fucking intended. Joseph!
0: Joseph, it's me, your dead wife! It's more than just a
3: shark movie. It's more than just a movie about a guy about three guys hunting a shark. It's about three different backgrounds all coming together united for a common goal and that common goal is killing a man-eating shark that's a twenty-footer. No, twenty-five-footer. If oh, I could, if I could just have a moment of silence. My dead wife is speaking to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I
0: mean, I,
1: I think you guys are making some really salient points. They're going to affect my Saturday night decision. You're but always
0: prioritizing other people over me. I just want to tell you one thing. What's
1: that? What's that, Samantha? I really
0: think <laughs> that Gary Oldman is the best way to utilize your time while mourning me. I can't imagine a more appropriate use of your life now that I'm gone she doesn't
3: sound like a strong snorkeler to begin
5: <laughs> with and I,
3: have, I
0: have small arms
6: hey guys this is Sarah Meyer co-producer of Obsessed and I'm briefly interrupting this live recording to bring you another live recording of people on the street talking to me about blockbuster movies how do you define a blockbuster movie?
7: A movie with a big budget that makes a lot of money. To me, I think a blockbuster movie uh, mostly is one that has commercial success.
6: Do you have a favorite blockbuster movie?
2: I really enjoy the Fast and Furious series.
6: Are you excited for the new Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, I'm excited. But doesn't Dom, like, turn bad or something?
2: Who can follow the plot of those things? I just like the action.
6: What's a movie you would sneak into?
2: Right now? Get Out. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
6: Would you sneak into that? Hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to name some movies, and you tell me which one's the best blockbuster. Okay. okay, Jaws, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Batman Begins, Mad Max, Fury Road. I didn't see two of them, but I think Batman Begins is the best.
0: Uh, let's see, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, That one was really good. we
7: going to have to go with Lord of the Rings. Honestly, I have more of a soft spot for like, the medieval era and stuff like that. That's my favorite time period in history. I have a massive um, sword collection. I really do. So- tell me about that. Uh, I got a couple of katanas, some washing poles, Um, I've got an 1800s Marine Corps sword.
6: Where does a person get swords like that?
7: The cavalry sword was from an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, she knew that I was really into that kind of stuff so she bought one for me. Nice. Yeah. And
6: then you broke up with her? Pretty
7: much. (laughs) I had to wait for the sword first.
6: Who would win in a fight? Jaws, the shark, or Batman? I think Batman.
7: Batman because it's
0: Batman all day. What do you mean? (laughs) Um,
6: I would say Jaws.
0: It it was a very frightful movie.
6: Did you see the movie in a theater?
0: Yes, I did. It was scary. (laughs) Yes, it was.
6: If there was going to be a blockbuster movie about your life, what would it be like? And I'm assuming Swords might be involved.
7: If there was a movie about my life, it would show how just horrible of a person that I am. Uh, Between stuff like Cheating on girlfriends, um, lying a lot, manipulating people, stuff like that. I've had my brakes cut twice. I've had uh, two ex girlfriends had my, like, because of that, like, my brakes were cut twice. One actually tried to poison me. We used to do fight clubs, so I've broken, I've had my nose broken, been knocked out once. Knocked out two people, though, so, you know, that was fun, yeah.
6: This has blockbuster material. Yeah. Hello,
1: dear obsessed listeners, and welcome to Ad. Here's all the plugs that we did not have time to get out during our big, rowdy live show. You can, and I personally think should, find and follow all of our awesome guests on the good old social media. You can find Phoebe Bottoms as at Phoebe Bottoms. Super easy. You can find Will Weldon on Twitter as at Old Man Weldon, because he is a handsome young man on the outside, but inside old. You can find Audrey is at Audrey Kearns and find her great website at geekgirlauthority.com You can find Mark Ellis at Mark Ellis Live, and you can check out the Schmoes No channel on YouTube for all of his awesome pop culture commentary and comedy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook as at Obsessed Podcast. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and various comedy adventures, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our monthly only bonus episodes where my wife Sarah and I discuss our recent obsessions. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. On the most recent episode, we discuss planet Earth and I lose my mind about monkeys. Finally, if you are a big old Star Wars fan, you can check out the podcast feed I co-host called Force Center by googling Force Center. We are on all of the normal places that you find podcasts. We're on all the normal social medias Is at Force Center Pod. We also just launched a Patreon with a similar bonus episode reward, so go check that out at patreon.com That That is all for Ad. <laughs> We're gonna move on to our "How Obsessed Are You?" questions. Now, you guys have got in our little improv scene. You've got what an opportunity. Uh, do you
2: know? Do you know what ad is gonna go in that break yeah, yet? Do I know what ad is gonna go in that break? That's what the break. What was ad for, just right? was? Uh, yeah. we are. What, what ad did we just experience? It, Wink. It
1: is for your final stand-up appearance, where you yell, "Witness me!" <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> so this Tuesday at the Urban Social House. Exactly. Fine comedy show. We call it show. Witness
1: Will Weldon. <laughs> Witness w- Will Weldon. W- Uh, All right, so we're going to move on to our How how Obsessed Are You questions. If
2: my wife is listening to this, tell her that she divorced me five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: These are what's really going to determine, ultimately, I think, who is most obsessed. You guys have uh, given a lot of evidence to the audience about your obsession levels. You said lots of hateful things about the other films. Uh, But now we're going to get into how obsessed you actually are. So I'm going to go down the line. Phoebe, do you think about Batman Begins every day?
0: Yes, now I do. May I add one thing? Sure. Sure. I scheduled an orthodontic surgery around the release of the DVD (laughs) that I had pre-ordered. I was getting a chain put on my tooth attached to my braces, and I remembered the release date free of any information. It's October 19th, and I said, that's the week I want to have that surgery so I can watch the movie again at home. So do I think about it every goddamn day of my life? (laughs) Yeah, I do, as a matter of fact.
1: Uh, That is a very strong answer. Uh, How about you, Will? Do you think about Fury Road every day?
2: Yes, and specifically, sometimes while I'm out, I find myself quoting the trailer to no one, including the soundtrack from the trailer. So I'll just be sitting there, I'll be like walking dogs or something, and I'll be like, uh, I'll just under my breath be like, out here, everything hurts. Pick up what you can and run. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> while you're walking bum, dogs, bum. yeah, and <laughs> yeah, just while Pick, I'm like out walking dogs, shit. yeah, I'll be talking in like the gravel voice that Tom Hardy does, the like weird accent where he does all the grunting and stuff. Yeah, so that's my answer to the question. I'm thinking about it to such a degree that sometimes I'm thinking about it without realizing I am thinking oh about God. it. All right. Also, sometimes I talk in Entish while I'm at the grocery store <laughs> for some reason. I'll realize people are staring at me because I'm like, some of these trees were my friends. <laughs> All right, how about you, Audrey?
4: (laughs) Um, When I get up in the morning, I walk by a one-foot-tall figurine of Gandalf in a battle stance, and next to Gandalf (laughs) is a one-foot figurine of Eowyn. Then I go to my computer and sit down and work on my website, Geek Girl Authority, where the logo is a woman who has Eowyn's shield. And then sometimes I go to the gym, and the gym has elvish writing on the wall. What gym
5: is that?
2: You did that, didn't you? Is that the
0: Glendale
4: YMCA? (laughs) No, it's it's called it's a gym called nerd strong it exists really? and it is awesome it's just yes.
0: a, it's a locker bank that everyone gets pushed into
1: <laughs> but you are so and, strong when you get out
4: and when i am trying to find my purpose and my confidence and dealing with People in the world, I will say to myself, "I am no man." Before I go into meetings, just like Aowen did, and sometimes I recite Aragorn's battle cry speech or say "For Frodo." So yes, I think about it every single day.
1: Powerful answer, Thank Audrey. You. Uh, Mark, do you think about Jaws every day?
4: I ride a shark to work, Joseph. <laughs>
3: I trained him to. I, I just throw some aquafina in his gills, and it's enough to get him there. Uh, I think about the movie every day. I watch it literally, probably. 30 to 40 times a year. I own six versions of it on some capacity. It's on tape on VHS. It's on VHS. It's on DVD. I own the 40th anniversary. I also own two copies of the 25th edition that came out in 2000. You know why? Because that was back when we didn't know as consumers, is it going to be DVD <laughs> or is it going to be DIVX?
5: I better buy both of them just to get ahead of the
3: Jaws train. And like all my peers here, I quote the movie constantly. And I, I like the famous quotes from Jaws. Your smile, you son of a bitch is that kind of thing. My favorite thing to do is when somebody's telling me something that I don't necessarily believe, I will say the following. You'd love to prove that, wouldn't you? Get your name in the National Geographic. Mic <laughs> <laughs> drop moment. Any of you kids, take that with you. It's going to work.
1: I love any tough guy line that includes National Geographic. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. All right, we well, you guys answered both my first and second question about quoting films, so that was great. So we'll move on to if you were single. And the main character of your movie existed in the real world. Would you have sex with them,
0: uh, I don't know. That's a tough question. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could make some time to be prowled on top of, <laughs> and brought into the tumbler, and we'd go crashing through like a water, an inexplicable waterfall. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the hotel that he bought, we could go wiggle around in. And I can
2: literally I can, feel heat coming off of Phoebe right now. I
0: and am yet like every verb you're using dog. is
1: used at a gymboree, the yeah, way you're describing
0: it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we no, wiggle and tumble. Here's the thing. I would fuck the shit out of Christian Bale. I would fuck the shit out of Tom Wilkinson. I would fuck the shit out of Michael Caine. Gary Oldman... Hey, take a number, you know, <laughs> anybody. And that's what's so great about that movie. It's star-studded. And uh, I don't know about Katie Holmes, though. You know, I would. Okay. I would. It's a great movie. I would do a lot of horrible things. What to is al- the
1: verb that you would use for having sex with Katie Holmes?
0: Can it just be a deep sigh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you would deep sigh uh,
3: Katie Holmes. That's yeah, what I was looking like, for. All That's right. what Tom Cruise did a lot.
5: Yeah,
3: you kind
0: of like, you kind of crouch down and look in there, and you're like, all right.
3: Hey yeah. Katie, you want some yeah. of this Jack Reacher bread? Fine. Get over here. Like you don't use <laughs> <in there.
1: laughs>
0: you don't use her twice. Is all is what Batman franchise taught us. Okay,
1: I got <laughs> so much information, so good. All right. Thank you. Uh, well, how about you? Would you Well, have now
2: this creates the interesting dilemma of truly. Who is the main character of Mad Max Fury Road? Indeed. Some people insist it is not the, uh, the, the, the character that the film is so named for. Or, you know, you might even try to make an argument, some sort of douchey Woody Allen, like, oh, but Fury Road is one of the characters in the movie.
0: (laughs) I mean, Jesus, it's just like, it's the road. Well, I know that you would
2: fuck a Fury
1: Road. Right, but to
2: answer your question, yes, I would jack off onto a big dirt road. Uh, Yeah, I'd get it on with Tom. Well, listen, my obstacle in fucking Tom Hardy is that it seemed, you both of it... They both seem incredibly intimidating, and I'm worried that I would like choke under the pressure and just, I would either come too fast or never come again, okay. would be my concerns. <laughs> But, uh. (laughs)
3: That really, yeah. Imagine, like, being in a hotel room with Tom Hardy. Imagine fucking
2: both of them. imagine Tom Hardy giving you that stare and,
3: like, you can't get hard. Yeah. And then Tom Hardy's like, get
2: hard. And I'm like, this is doing the opposite. Would she. I need you to cover your lips. They're too much for me, Tom Hardy. Would
0: she have the robot arm?
2: Uh, in the yes, scenario she has to have the, like, yeah. so
0: you, your dick almost might just get crushed immediately by oh
2: she'd be doing me a favor I'd be like don't worry about it it happens <laughs> or be she like, never gets tired
3: Oh Jesus. Oh. It's just oh. a mechanical hand. She can go to sleep. Now.
0: But also like you know how sometimes you wear a watch that's like metal and it it gets your hairs, like your little hairs? Maybe so he, uh, Are you talking about getting your No, I mean like actually like bits of your dick stuck in like the gears. It would be horrible. So
2: to answer your question, yes, Thanks. but I would I would not make it with the wives. Cause too typical. It's too obvious. Oh, They're
0: all, Mr. Feminist. You yeah, it's not too my, obvious. It's
2: not my thing. It's so, it's like, uh, <laughs> d- d- whoa, you could all be on the cover of a magazine. It's a little Get out notes. of here. It's I want little, somebody missing an arm with a shaved head. Okay. I like a little character, you know? Yeah, that, uh, I got Also, I could never imagine myself being like, Oh, toast. Like, yes. <laughs> how am I going <laughs> to? All
1: right, Audrey, uh, this is also for you, I think, a question of yeah. who you think the main character is. But if you were single and the main character of Return of the King was uh, sentient and alive, mm. and also, here in our it wouldn't world, matter
2: if I was single or not. I'll throw that in there. Okay, too. cool. They, my partner would have to understand.
1: Well, you just said you don't like having sex with wives, so I would assume right. that you would cheat. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, well, Audrey. B-
4: before I answer this question, I would like. To look at my husband directly in the eye and say, oh. I'm sorry for the things I'm about to say. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm always
2: cheating on my husband. <laughs>
3: oh my God, is that Vigo Mortensen?
4: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> He's here. Um, Lord I of mean. the Rings <laughs> is, is a story about um, people working together to triumph over evil. And if you remember in the first film, it's the Fellowship of the Nine. Of course, by the last film, there's eight of them because Boromir was killed. So it would be like a spa menu, Swarming <laughs> me Joseph. It would be a spa menu. Would I like an elf today with Lego? would I like men I have Aragorn I have Faramir and or elves Arwen there's still Arwen and then hey maybe I want to try I'm a six foot tall lady maybe I'll try out the hobbits today or maybe <laughs> even Gimli I bet you Gimli could be pretty interesting okay. so yes 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 <laughs> Yes, re- yes. So you eight. look yes, at yes, the yes, cast
1: next. of Lord of the Characters of, of Return of the King is a sexual buffet. Yes. <laughs> uh,
4: no, I like to say spa menu. <laughs> spa I've, menu. Very I've masturbated to an ent before.
1: Oh! Oh
5: God. wow! No! <laughs>
4: no!
2: But that,
0: that, oh. that must have taken forever because yeah. they never stopped talking. No, they don't. <laughs> it's like, come on already! Finish your sentence.
2: Can we just close the show out with like no. 40 minutes of Aunt dirty talking?
0: <laughs> Whoa! Well, oh, you're very small. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this isn't a this isn't a commentary on the quality of any of their films, but it's really interesting to note that Phoebe and Audrey both have plentiful amount of people to fuck.
1: The yes. first thing Will. Th- thought about fucking was the road. <laughs> and you uh, are in uh, for the main character, Quint, the shark, the mayor? Well,
3: Joseph, I'd fuck with it, it's a well-known fact about Jaws that the shark didn't work all the time.
0: Hey, <laughs> no. you just won. A lot
3: of times, that shark is just got to look you in the eye and be like, let's try again
1: in 15 minutes.
0: I don't know what to tell you. I can
1: do it right now, but it won't be realistic.
0: <laughs> but I, hey, not seeing me makes me better, right?
3: As a, he gets his black he eyes. He just fucking ghosts eyes, you, man. Just, yeah, I would... It's uh, not I'm, very nurturing. I'm not going to take the easy way. I'm not going to say as a heterosexual male, I would... I would uh, ideally, have sex with Lorraine Gary in that movie. Though I think I could make Mrs. Keaton feel better about losing her kid. Nice to I mean, good. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. So, but Roy Scheider <laughs> uh, as Chief Brody is clearly the uh, the the lead in that movie. And I would totally be the pitcher or the catcher for Mr. Scheider, whatever <laughs> he
2: needs. Round of awesome. applause if you think Roy Scheider can still get it.
3: Oh, he's been dead for a while.
2: Doesn't but. matter. Round of applause. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I would have sex because in the the character in the in the in the movie is he's a very prominent. Uh, he's the chief of police on Amity, so you probably get a lot of free parking that 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 kind of thing with it. That's true. Um, he's also just a very organized guy. He's gonna he's gonna take you out to a nice restaurant. He's not gonna shortchange like Dreyfus would try to do, and he's definitely <laughs> he because Dreyfus is just looking for a good hot meal on the island, yeah. and Quint is gonna give you like a crack and then tell you some long story about when he was, you know, 30 on the USS Indianapolis.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Where everybody dies.
3: I just want cheap Brody. He likes his alcohol. He likes his, we're going to have some wine. His wife's going to cook us a nice dinner. And then we're just going to tell Ellen, uh, if you wait outside, then me and your husband are going to go and have sex because I really wanted to answer this question in a
1: positive fashion on a podcast back on the mainland. <laughs> <laughs> a fine answer. All right, so uh, we're running low on time, so I'm going to have you guys do one more thing, and then we're going to vote on who is the most obsessed. I always make people, ask people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. So this is your last chance to prove to the audience that you are the most obsessed by the noise that you make. Uh, Phoebe, are you willing to start with making your noise that sums up your obsession with Batman Begins.
0: Yeah. Um, can <laughs> Do you want to go last? Yeah, may I? Okay.
1: May Her I obsession might sound like the diner
3: scene in When Harry makes Yeah, met I was <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> All right,
1: Mark, we'll start with you. What noise can you make to sum up your obsession with Jaws? <laughs> Clean and simple and fast. Nice. That was an actual violin everybody listening. I actually brought one. <laughs> on a little tiny violin. He whipped out that fast. Audrey, how about you? What is your noise to sum up your obsession so with noise, Return of it's, the King?
4: It's not the word. It's, it's,
1: it's noises. It's okay. noises. Yeah, yeah. It's I noises. think
4: mine's going to be like Harry and Sally, too, because that's like the music. It's like, oh, yes! Oh. Aww. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's great. There's a lot of sincerity. I give, I give
3: her noise three. <laughs>
2: Will? Um, nah, I'd be tempted to just make like a car noise. Right. Vroom, vroom, vroom. But for me, a, a key moment in the movie is Max gives uh, the blood transfusion to uh, Charlize Theron when finally the callback, because I always speak in stand up comedy terms, the callback <laughs> to when she asks his name and he's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> when you did that bit earlier in the movie. <laughs> and I made a jerk off motion. Uh, for, the, for the people here, in case you don't know it what you're talking about. It translated to audio. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, Max, my name is Max. And then he makes sounds of recognition of discovering himself. He's like Tom Hardy grunts, and they're, uh, they go, a. Uh, mm. mm.
3: So those would
1: be my noises. That was beautiful,
5: Joseph.
3: Like, he's getting close to sealing my noise.
1: <laughs> that was Tom Hardy trying to sing the Jaws theme.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. 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 Those beautiful
3: lips, God.
1: All right, Phoebe, are you ready? For your noise yeah, yeah. for Batman Begins.
0: <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> 'Cause that's what an orgasm when you're fifteen sounds like. <laughs> it's just uh all right. Oh, ah, I think that's what that's supposed to feel like.
3: Uh if that's true, I gave more girls orgasms than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot better than I thought I was Just doing.
1: Ton of orgasms like in the television show, Leave It to Beaver, Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> like constant orgasms everywhere.
0: Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Can I change my answer, please? Can I change my answer? No, the
2: stakes are too high.
0: <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So I saw the movie so many times that I grew really attached to the extras in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy, there's a, de- there's a Department of Water and Power employee at the End of the movie, he's got like a sweater vest on, and he's sitting in the in the control center for the the water main, and he's watching the train that Batman and rajah al are on hurtling towards Wayne Tower. Because and if it hits, the vaporizer will just dist- every Gotham will be fucked. Anyway, <laughs> so the so it's he goes direct
2: quote, it's in the
0: director's cut. So so this homely little dude, talked. this homely guy, he's like in his 60s. He works, he punches in every day. He's watching it happen. <laughs> and he goes.
2: <laughs> <still laughs> destroying this background actor. <laughs> goes, this sad sack of shit. No, he hits, he's right. job. We do need okay. the noise.
0: Then, yeah. So he, at one point he's like, if it hits the main tower, the whole thing's going to blow. And I loved that. And then it doesn't happen. And I worked so hard on replicating the sigh of relief that he <gasps> has at the end. Wow. He doesn't inhale, which is great. He it's, <sighs> and he like shrugs his shoulders down and sits back. And I I loved that moment more than any other moment in the movie. It's
3: like uh, Akbar in Return of the Jedi when he's just like yes, <sighs> yeah. It's like, so he's so
0: happy. It's like. <sighs> That's the sound. Okay. That's how obsessed I am with the movie. When
1: the extra size, like Admiral Akbar, That is great. <laughs> that is perfect. We need to move on to the audience voting to determine who is the most obsessed. I am going to say each of my guest names and their movie. Please applaud if you think that person was the most obsessed. For Phoebe Bottoms with Batman Begins. Woo! Ooh, ooh. For Will Weldon with Fury Road.
2: Oh. You people make me sick.
0: <laughs> I got a win Witness Will!
1: For... Audrey Kearns with Return of the King. (laughs) Oh.
0: Is it because of the gym? Is it because she goes to a gym with the words on the wall?
2: For Mark Ellis. I crashed my car a bunch of times. I could have mentioned that. For Mark Ellis
1: with Jaws. That was very close. I think it is between Audrey and Mark. So we're going to have a little clap off. Uh, Here we go. As
4: uh, Hollywood video workers, we need to shake good luck. It's been great working with you. Hey,
2: Audrey. All right. No wonder that place went out of business.
1: but you're Employee of the Month every month.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Hey. I'll bring some chocolate finger sponge cake tomorrow. Okay,
1: so one more time. Uh, please <laughs> applaud if you feel that Mark Ellis was the most obsessed with Jaws. <laughs> Mickelson taps in for bogey. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, Audrey Curns being most obsessed with Return of the King. And Audrey has it just barely. <laughs> Bursting out of the nerd gym full of lockers. Hey man, Audrey I got a lot of gym one. with pictures of sharks on <laughs> them. <it. laughs> uh, so we've determined our winner. We have a tradition here on Obsessed to do these final weird questions. We're running lo- very low on time so I need... Short, pithy, beautiful I'm, answers. I'm
2: sure that's what you're gonna <laughs> I'm I'm sure going to get, too. I'm going to attempt brevity to get short,
1: pithy, pithy answers. Bithy answers, whatever that is. Phoebe, yeah. if you could shoot one of these two things out of your hands, which would you choose, lightning or candy bars?
0: Uh, lightning. That's Made a, out of candy bars. <laughs> great lightning. answer. Diabetic lightning. Those are all great answers. <laughs> a candy bar named lightning. I choked. Will.
1: choked. If you could run at super speed, but you had to wear a dumb hat while you were running, what kind
2: of hat would you wear? I would wear a hat shaped like your face, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> Thanks for not saying
0: "yamaka. <laughs> I,
1: I feel the pain of that zing,
0: and I must move on. <laughs> Audrey. And
2: I'd run as slow as I could so everyone saw it. How
1: dumb my my faces on your head. Audrey, if you could command an army of animals, what animals would you command?
4: Lions. Because oh, I'm a Leo, and I like lions, and they're fierce, but they purr.
1: Could you purr like a fierce lion?
4: Oh, I've never been good at that. <laughs> I, I, I can purr like can a fierce
1: purr? lion. Yeah. Purr. purr. Excellent. Mark, that was your question. So yes. good. It's also, can you purr like a lion? And finally, the final question for everyone on the Obsessed podcast always is, what is happiness? You guys have all been on the podcast before and you've answered it. So I would God like you. It. I know, I know, I know I it's a hate hard this one. Fucking part. <laughs> you always forget, and it always comes for you. This is going to be easier this time because I want you to just answer with one word. What is happiness in one word? Mark, are you willing to start?
7: My
3: word is no. Um,
1: yes, I am. What is happiness in one word to Mark
3: Ellis? Friendship. Oh.
1: But, but if I had more words, I would say why. And yet you don't, so. <laughs> Audrey, in one word, what is happiness? Sunshine. Aww. And uh, we'll we'll, s- say. we'll save uh, we'll save Will for last. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> That's two words. Um, Phoebe, in one word, what is happiness?
0: Uh, fuck witch. <laughs> like a sandwich with it's fuck. It's a you. type of bread. Yeah, I mean it's, right. a, it's yeah. related to the podcast. I'd probably just say I don't know grass or something. <laughs> I like grass.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, so far we have friendship, uh, sunshine, uh, and fuck witches. Well, well to take us home in one word <laughs>
2: why would you do this to me the answer to the question I'm the least qualified to answer for fun you're wearing me as a hat uh,
1: in Ooh, one word I don't like that that's <laughs> fucked up in one word what is happiness pills
5: that is our podcast yay yeah. you
4: <clears throat> <clears throat> <throat> Listening to Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Shared some stories with the rest Rate five stars if you're impressed
1: Okay, so during the live show, I didn't get a chance to make the noise that I would make to sum up my favorite blockbuster Here it is Concentrate! That's Yoda falling over because Luke can't learn to concentrate in The Empire Strikes Back Come on, Luke, pull it together